Good morning for Tuesday, October 16, 2012. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. Debt impasse shadows presidential race. Turnover clouds Afghan military as U.S. plans exit. And new infections might be linked to drug maker. In today's national headlines, 73,000 political ads test even a city of excess. Seeking aid, districts change teacher evaluations. And FBI investigating congressmen over campaign money. In today's financial headlines, two Americans win Nobel Prize in economics. Fed governor offers a way to limit bank size and signs of a possible recovery buoy Chinese exporters. There will be more business stories, more national and international news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Washington. It's a political memo by Jackie Calms, titled Debt Impasse Shadows Presidential Race. President Obama and Mitt Romney will again debate their visions for the next four years on Tuesday night. And if the campaign so far is any guide, neither will nod to the likelihood that the winner's agenda could be shaped by what happens during the partisan fiscal showdown between Election Day and Inauguration Day. If Romney wins, Republicans say they would seek to delay the year-end deadline for a bipartisan deal by up to a year, so he can flesh out his budget plans and get Democrats to agree. But even if Democrats and the financial markets go along with the delay, the months before Romney's swearing-in could be as crucial to his presidency as the transition period was for Obama four years ago, when the economic crisis led him to draft a big stimulus package while President George W. Bush still occupied the White House. Romney's ability to foster cooperation at the outset could determine his success on a range of issues. Yet Democrats have been dismissive at best about his budget plans, which have few specifics on how Romney would reduce deficits. He has mostly spoken about cutting taxes and increasing military spending. Obama, if he lost, would still be president for the lame duck Congress, so he would have limited leverage. If he gets another four years in the White House, he already plans to go right back on the campaign trail to build support for his deficit reduction framework, Democrats say, and administration officials are debating whether Obama should make some concession to Republicans to spur negotiations. Without an agreement, more than $700 billion in automatic tax increases and spending cuts would occur after December 31st. How the president navigates that so-called fiscal cliff could determine how much clout and budget resources he will have. I think it's the whole ball game for the second term, said John Podesta, the former chief of staff to President Bill Clinton, who led Obama's post-election transition planning four years ago. Obama would have to build trust with GOP leaders who had hoped to make him a one-term president, even as he remained in campaign mode, seeking to assert his claim to a mandate to make the necessary trade-offs on spending and taxes. And the strength he shows in dealing with Republicans on Capitol Hill could also set the tone for the debate on other naughty issues, like immigration and climate change. Any agreement in Congress which opens a week after the election could define how Obama and lawmakers move on efforts to contain the long-term cost of Medicare, Medicaid and Social Security, 
the programs that are driving forecasts of unsustainable debt. And it would determine how much money is available to address Obama's priorities. Absent this kind of a deal, I really don't see what his second term does, said Vin Weber, a Republican strategist and former House member.